It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. Um, we seem to be doing all right. We seem to have a good internet connection at the moment, Christopher. Yes. How are you? Yes, Hur- Hurricane Eunice or Storm Eunice is not going to disrupt this episode. I'm great, thanks, mate. Lovely to see your face. We just recorded a podcast where we couldn't see each other. Um, and it felt weird. Yeah, it was odd. Didn't it? Never done that before. The internet was just playing havoc because of this bloody wind. You've long time had a problem with wind, haven't you? Massive problem with wind, mate. Yeah. But, um, you know, doctors say, uh, even though my father had bowel cancer, it's probably not that. Anyway, uh, before we go any further, let's uh, give a shout out to our sponsors. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> bangboomcreative.com that's where you need to go for the very best in film and photography work yes yes Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsor of ours for a few years now and we can tell you two things about them one their stuff is bloody excellent they've produced content for the smallest charities to the biggest commercial brands and it's always bang on yeah it works we've seen Luke deliver an epic cinema advert for Pip amazing photo shoots for the two girls one shot podcast made the girls look incredible and of course he's done loads of great stuff for us great visuals loads on Instagram the one he did of me as an Ewok was proper good and secondly well they're just bloody nice people uh lovely to work with lots of companies can kind of take pictures and film something but not everyone can do it with the sort of passion and and just ruddy kindness that sets luke and bang boom apart from all the others so if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company please go check out bangboomcreative.com proud sponsors of the hardcore listening podcast The world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place, but with Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you'll always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere and usually come across as friendly members of your community. They can be simply doing DIY during the day and podcasting at night. The dangerous loner. They could also be running a well-known nightclub at the same time. Their cloven hoof is scraping behind you. Wrenchy's Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for, as well as teaching life lessons and fitness, and of course, more importantly, peace. At Sama, we teach karate, kickboxing, tai chi, and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four-year-olds to the very elderly, even Stu. Rude. Uh, They can cater for all your needs, from just general fitness uh, or a new hobby, right the way through to a career in teaching martial arts. They run corporate training days for companies to have team building exercises as well as local self-defence classes. They even teach a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence whilst carrying your child, not defence against maniac murder babies. There is absolutely no defence against them. Be aware of that. Chris, where can people find out more about the Sama Academy? Yes, you can find out everything you need over at sama-academy.co.uk. That's S-A-M-A-academy.co.uk. And maybe you'll become a black belt just like me. Uh, Hello, this is uh, Chiles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, And and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor uh, Hardcore Listening and what what love-beer.co.uk does. 
Uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, while I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Thank you, sponsors. Oh, shout out to sponsors as well. Big love to Luke Van Boom from Bang Boom Creative, who sent us Biggity Van Boom, who sent us over uh, some backdrops for our new little studio. Um, uh, yeah, and big thanks to Charles at Love Beer because we've got some news coming up on some Love news. Beer, which we'll be telling you about next week. Uh, and also, we can't wait to catch up at the Summer Academy and do some karate, which is coming soon. But mm-hmm. The reason that Bang Boom sent us over some backdrops is because we've got a new little studio space uh, so we can film loads more stuff. Now then, if you for some reason want to watch uh, Christopher and I do our thing, mm-hmm. uh, you can already go and watch it now. Um, you can watch that at Patreon. Uh, and it's something that we're going to really push because it's we feel that there's there's loads more stuff that you're all missing out on if you don't go and check out the Patreon. Essentially... And most importantly, you're missing out on a really good gang of people. Um, these Patreons, I mean, you don't have to be part of their, their, their little murdering sex cult, but they all have their own um, WhatsApp group now. Uh, they have their own Zoom room, which is open 24-7. Uh, and they go out on like big socials, like big gangs of them. They all go out and they've got one coming up soon again, like a comedy night and things like that. It's a really lovely thing that they've all kind of somehow off the back of this nonsense have, have become this this lovely little gang of people um and so stop saying gang there's no there's no gangs first and foremost okay what are they it, it's just a, it, that gives ne- negative connotations more of a cult i guess sure sure uh, my bad let's let's go let's go back let's stick to gangs actually you okay. know, i'll put it like that okay. gangs yeah, yeah um and anyway so if you would like to um uh, the reason i bought up patreon is because we're doing a live show this thursday so this thursday night on zoom chris and i will be doing a live top 5 uh, and you can oh, join yeah. and when you when we say you can join you don't have to sort of have your camera on you can just sit and watch the nonsense or have the camera on and we'll throw it out to you lot as well. So if you want to stick your mic on, you can get involved. And when that top five's finished, we then do an hour hangout where we just mm-hmm. we all just have a natter and it's really lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can be as involved or as you know uh, as you wish with that. Um, and yeah, and by 
you, to, to get access to this, you have to join Patreon. And uh, and, it, and it sounds like we're doing a hard sell here, but we're not. Um, it doesn't cost a lot. And you can just sign up for a month, come to the live show, rinse the back catalogue if you want to you know, lose that next month listening to hours and hours and hours of never-released episodes that we put on our Patreon, then you can do that as well. And you can watch all of them episodes. So you get the live show. Each week you get a bonus episode. And you get to watch all of the episodes. You get to watch this episode if you want. So there's loads of stuff. And you get to watch the drunk casts. We film the drunk casts. Um, you can watch me, Pip, Christopher, Ramesh Ranganathan, Brett Goldstein. I don't know. Have we got the Rich Wilson, Jade Adams one? I think that's yeah, over there yeah, as well. Yeah, got that on there as well. Yeah, there's so much content on there. And it's less than a tenner a month. Closer to a fiver a month. Absolutely. So what, what a great way to, uh, you know, instead of buying a pint... Come and do that. And what's the one-stop shop for that? Where's the address, Chris? Where are we going? Uh, www. Why am I doing that? Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. Boom. That's listing, not fisting. Whole different Patreon. I think Stu runs that one. That's on me only fans. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. Today's top five, Stuart. Do you pick this one? Well, it was suggested by a wonderful patron of ours. Do you want to give them a little shout? Uh, Vanessa Ellis. Hey, Nessa. Boom. Nessa came up with top five things to do on your own. Go on, you start today. I thought I'd get it out of the way and say, well, two reasons why I'm just going to get this one done and out of the way is because that's what I sometimes say to myself, a bit like Mickey Flanagan. Have a wank. Mrs. has gone out. I'm like, well, I'll get this one done and out of the way and then I can get on with some DIY. <laughs> I don't know. Molly's probably listening to this downstairs going, you're such a cretin. Um, no, but it is well known with my world record breaking number of um, self-gratification that I've done over the years that it would be remiss of me not to mention the fact that I have been a fan of my little, my, my spider friend here that sometimes crawls onto my lap and, um, and does horrible sticky things. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah. if that and weren't grim enough, you've made that sound even more horrible. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I could, I could probably get worse. No, we're good. Um, you know what? There should be no shame about masturbation. I think that um, you know, it's a great thing. I'd probably think that you want to do it a healthy amount. I'm sure there's an argument to say that in my teens it was an unhealthy amount. I think the time when. I was so exhausted from masturbating, I sent my mate down the shops to buy a computer game for me. Is, is I think at that point, you've got to draw a line. You couldn't stand um, up. <laughs> yeah, draw a line with cum across my bedroom floor. Um, yeah, um, that's not healthy. But yeah, yeah, I did. I, I, have, I have trunked a few out. And um, I could probably be a great guitar player with all the time I've, I've spent on that. I'd probably spent as many hours doing that as like Prince has done playing the guitar. Get that into your... Think about that. What? <laughs> imagine what, if you would have applied yourself to something oh, other than fucking tinkering with your dinkle, what what know. you could have accomplished. I know, but ask yourself this. We're on, we're on a, a rock that's just spinning through space in some amoral, like, nothing matters, Stu. And ultimately, you know... Once I'm dead, my legacy of being great at playing the guitar, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to anyone. You know what? Those those near on 40,000 wanks I had were fucking brilliant. <laughs> Still funny whenever you say that out loud. 
So, you know, you choose, yeah, okay, cool. You want to be remembered for doing something good. Good, well done, well done. What is good? What is bad? What is this? What is life? All I know is when my, my little handy touches my peepee, it makes me feel good. Keep it simple, mate. Keep it simple. Oh, when my little handy touches my peepee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh dear, oh dear. I think my girlfriend's. Yeah, no, that's her packing her suitcase. <laughs> she's just called an Uber. <laughs> she's left. I've just read the note. Keep the house, it says. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> there we go, mate. What's your number five? Right, my uh, my number five. Um, shopping. Shopping. Mm. Oh yeah, okay. It's a really good one, actually. Good, yeah, good. Um, yeah. I, I, if if I ever go shopping, and I don't go shopping very mm. often, I, I can't even remember the last time I went shopping. Uh, I don't think I've been shopping since. Do you, do you want this in your top five? Since lockdown. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, occasionally, like I'm, I mean, and I live like five minutes from a, a huge, huge shopping centre. You know, probably one of the biggest shopping centres in the UK. Um, the thought of going there repulses me. Um, but sometimes I just think, oh, do you know what? And if I go to Lakeside, uh, there's probably like three or four clothes shops that I want to go in. And I try and be as stealth as I can. Mm. Uh, and even if I've had like weekends, you know, uh, in London, the thought of like just walking around shops bores the shit out of me uh and the thought of having to make someone else endure that with me i I just think if i go shopping i want to go on my own i want to be in and out done in about 40 minutes tops Hmm. like i do not want to be like oh yeah go down there i'll grab a coffee have a wander around get a bit of lunch fuck off what a waste Hmm. of a day like you know what i think I think we are fundamentally different. I, I, so, I firstly, you're doing it on your own because you don't want to put anyone through it, and kind of that's kind of why I would do that as well. I, I don't want, but my difference is I don't whiz round. I like I I will languish round. I, I, so I'll go to a clothes shop. I'll try on the clothes I want, and I'll be like, well, I'm not buying any of them. And then I'll go round that shopping centre and I'll try on all the other clothes in all the other stores that I've decided that I might want to buy. And then at the end, I'll make my decision on what clothes to go back and buy. Can you imagine coming shop- clothes shopping with me? It's the worst experience anyone would ever have. You'll be getting an Uber but for me, But for me, <laughs> I will be. But for me, I really like that. I like that. I like being anywhere. I, I really am easy. That's amazing. Right, let's just rewind that statement. Like, where do you like being? Anywhere, oh, okay. really. Amazing. That's really good. And like, <laughs> I am quite easily pleased. Just refer back to my uh, number five. Like, I just love it. I like absorbing a shopping centre environment. <laughs> I like anything like that. I like being in. The, I like being up in like like Debenhams on the full floor, just up the back, like trying on t-shirts or you know perusing through like HMV's record station, or obviously frequenting a games workshop. Yes, I've got to deal with people trying to sell me stuff, um, like plastic soldiers or whatever, and I've always got to f- like fight that realisation that this could be me, mm. that I could be that guy quite easy. And um, 
and you know maybe that's what I should just go and do. Um, that I'll have plenty of time between. I could probably have wanks out the back of the store at the games workshop. Um, I just love it. I love it. I love going in all these stores. I love taking my time. But that's why I like to do it on my own as well because. Nobody wants to do that with me anymore. I'm not fun. There's, n- there's nothing a... worse than when you see, like, just, like, husbands just sitting there with loads of bags on, like, a bench outside a shop, just thinking, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. It's like, just go on your own. Like, just... I like going with my missus. I like seeing what clothes she's putting on and stuff like that. I, I don't find it a chore. I really don't. Oh. I know that makes me... I don't know why I'm trying What I'm trying to get... I'm trying to make it up to Molly now after she's heard my disgusting number five. I love spending all my time with my girlfriend. She's so beautiful. Uh, there we go. I know, but genuinely, I love hanging out with her, going shopping. It's very, I, I Actually, I, I think there have been other partners that it was a real drag. Mm. I, might, I will say that. But yeah, Molly, yeah, I'm all right with it. But I get it. I understand what you're saying. It's, uh, the, the, it's tough. And also, if I find myself in like a record shop, like I want to be in there long haul. Oh, yeah, I get it. And yeah, like, exactly. I, and I don't expect anyone else to want to have to endure that. Uh, no. And like, don't get me wrong, you know, having a little stroll through the lanes in Brighton, looking at lots of it, like little independent shops, I'll quite happily just have a little stroll through. But I'm not mm. fucking spending ages there. I've got a mate and. Yeah, she will go in every shop and spend ages in every shop and like mm. in you know on you know something like that and and that's just that's just her thing and that's fine, but I, I it's not me and 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 I, and I get a bit frustrated if I'm kind of along for that ride and I just think oh do you know what I might just chip off and get a pint. Right. Fair enough, mate. I think you got very confused about what this top five's about. Um, because you're talking about doing a top five thing that you don't really want to even have to do yourself. No, you no, do I, no, I, I, no, don't get me wrong. I, I love clothes and I like buying clothes, yeah. but uh, I, but I just want fuck me. You've got some front. <laughs> you've literally <laughs> rotated the same two outfits by your own admission for the last fucking two years. <laughs> I loved how much that upset you, and you are so. You have every right to say I've got some fun with that. Yeah, uh, true. yeah but no, if, if I do go shopping, then uh, mm. I, I don't necessarily want to make anyone else endure it. Um, no. So, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to just go on my own and keep it stealth. What's your number four, mate? Keep it stealth. Well camouflaged. Um, oh, I'm going to say, uh, what I've really started to love to do is have a walk. Oh, uh, do you know what? Let, let's let's just join that one up then. That's mine as well. I love, I love, have, like... Um, I started doing it this year and just walking around Margate on your own. Sometimes it's nice to go with my girlfriend, obviously, but um, walking just like I even did it yesterday. I had to uh, have a little walk around in the in the hurricane. It was windy, but I had a couple of quick errands to run. And um, I walked around Margate and it was just it was lovely. It was like it gives you a chance to clear your head, get away from technology just listen to the noise. It sounds so weird, but listen to the things and look at the things going around. Look up in the air. Look at the clouds. Like the, like a couple of nights ago, the, the, it was a full moon, and, 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 and it's so poncy, this, but it made the sky midnight blue, this incredibly deep, dark shade of blue. And um, and, and then the clouds that were hitting the moon were going, turning silver, and then all the others were a dark silver. It was just incredible. It was just like... There's nothing you can buy. There's no technology, nothing on TV that is better than that. 
And like when you go for a walk, it really helps you just get a physical exercise, get the oxygen coming in and out of you, stretch your limbs, and just it helps you be very present, doesn't it? Yeah. And, uh, it's just a real treat. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I mean, it, it, just to sort of touch on what you said there about there's nothing you can buy that, that's better than walking around Margate looking at the sky with you. I'd argue that there's a lot of things uh, I could buy that would give me more joy than that. Twix. That's a Twix, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Is that what you was eating when we got together this morning? I saw you stuff a chocolate bar in your gob at fucking 9am or whatever it was. Uh, it wasn't. Was it was a uh, a Cadbury's brunch bar. It's like, a, you know, the little uh, the little muesli bar. Yeah, no, the healthy, yeah, the healthy Cadbury's. Yeah, no, it's a good shout, mate. Um, Dipped in chocolate. Oh, oh, come on. You, right, okay, right. So you just, you're going to, again, I'm confused because you have now joined, this is now your equal number four, but you've already said that you don't like doing it. Or is it you just don't want to do it with me? Yeah, oh, yeah, fucking. The idea yeah, is so I want to do it on my own. Exactly. So come on then, what are you doing then on your walk? Well, I'm not on my own. Yeah, first and foremost. So again, relegated because you've got a fucking, some cunt dog with you. <laughs> That's well rough. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so I, I, I've I, got into kind of, I don't know, I think pre-lockdown, I was walking, but I was walking from train stations to meetings and shit like that. And that's yeah. not like a walk, is it? That's just like, you're, no. you, you, you've got a, an agenda. You've got to march somewhere. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And so I think um, it was really nice to to have that, that, that kind of thing where... Um, you just because when we first got put in a lockdown, you went for a walk because that was all you was allowed to do, uh, mm. and, and and so, you know, generally I suppose I would have been having me, me run rather than a walk. But then I started to quite enjoy like having a walk, and and because one of my big loves is is music, obviously, and I don't listen to as much music as I'd like, and I don't mm. drive that many places anymore yeah. because essentially, you know, we just work from most people are working from home, so. I wasn't hearing much music, so I'd take the opportunity to take my dog out and and put my headphones on and uh and, and listen to some music. And and occasionally I'll get what you're saying. Occasionally like I'll just think, Do you know, I'm gonna take turn my headphones off. Turn my headphones off, sorry. Um because I don't want media of any form. Yeah, like getcha, getcha. I just want a little bit of outdoors. But mm-hmm. um I do really like and I've uh, certainly over the last sort of month and a bit, like really used that to be a bit reflective and to kind of yes. take stock of things because 
you know, everything, and, and you, you, you nailed it there, like, you know, the, the technology stuff, it was like, so much of my life he's doing what we're doing right now, which is, you know, mm. s- you know, Zoom meetings and podcasts and God knows what, and so it, it, it does feel really nice to, to just go, oh, do you know what, I'm literally just strolling, and I'll stroll or park, which I touched on in last week's episode, touched on a park that I grew up in that's full of memories of being a kid and things like that, and, and yeah, it just distracts you from you know, you, you can reflect upon your, your negative thoughts or, or anything that's, you know, playing on your mind. And then there's loads of, like, distractions when you're out and about rather than if you're just sort of sitting at home, you know, you can you can dwell. And I think sometimes when you're out and about, there's always stuff going on. And if you're over a, a nice park that's full of memories and nostalgia, it's it's really nice and it does kind of clear the head a bit. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, that's a nice thing to do alone. Great shout, mate. And do you know what? Funnily, like you were saying about the music, when we did Top 590s dance things, that was at the start of this year, I was walking around Margate just listening to all that, and it was just such a blast because I haven't listened to any of that stuff for so long. Yeah. I just had a fucking... What a, I've had a whale of a time Yeah, doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Lovely jubbly. Lovely jubbly, Sunny Jim. Okay, so uh, I guess we're on... Oh, shit. We've, so we both did that one, yeah. hey? Um, all right, so I've, d- I've had a wank and a walk so far, haven't I? I think that's my... my so we were on my number three, yeah? Yes. Um, I'm going to say, write movie scripts. Wank, walk, write. The three W's. Team three W. Okay. They're, they're my three. Um, I haven't done it for a while, but there is I there is something so rewarding about writing um, writing a script. And like from the concept of the story and thinking about, you know, your narratives and your development of, like, your characters and a three, your, your, your act structure and how it all goes and what you want to deliver, um, to, to, to writing the very far first draft of it and then, um, and then refining those drafts. It's so fucking rewarding. When you finish it, it's just like... I mean, even though I've done, I've written two full, uh, one, two full scripts, and I've written um, the first act of about two others. No, no more than that. And a, se- and a season with Pitt of something that we love, but we, we're struggling to get it off the ground. We need someone to get behind it, um, which was is insanely good. Um, yeah, like, it's so rewarding. It's such a... Cre- so, like, um, yeah, I've done some little bits and pieces of art here and there, and um, I, I'd still like to do that, return to that at some point. But um, I must say, of all the creative endeavours I do, I think I, I really love... And I think I have quite a good knack for understanding movies and, and storytelling. Maybe not so much dialogue, dialogue writing. But, yeah, I fucking love it, mate. It's something endlessly rewarding about doing that. So yeah, that's, that's my number. F- that's my number three. I'd like to get better at it as well. And and and, and anything that I've seen you do creatively, and and, and I know that w- you know we work at different speeds. Where I'm like, and, and I was talking about this on a uh, uh, on a podcast yesterday about mm. uh, uh, different people like Sean Keaveney, the the the, the radio, the, the former Six Music DJ, has got a new yeah. podcast where he talks to um, people like Vic Reeves and and people like that about ideas that they never got off the ground yeah. uh and because he said i have like 100 ideas a week and like and i never really get them off the ground and i was like yeah, yeah. and he said because there's sort of two types of people there's people that just do it and there's people that just mm-hmm. you know sort of um 
you know, think about it and have these ideas and, and, and sort of start them. And, and I was like, and I'm not, I'm not digging you out here at all. No, no, I get but, it. It's absolutely but fair. then what I'm, uh, what I, uh, my point being with this is then you've got hmm. people that might just go, well, I'm going to do it and get it over the line. Hmm. But then there's not a lot of substance to it. It's just, hmm. I've got to complete it. Otherwise I can't move on. Hmm. And there's not yeah. that thought process and, and, and yeah. passion has gone into it. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah, it, it's yeah. probably as flawed as if I didn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. There's, there's definitely a happy, there's a happy ground. 100%. I, I still haven't, I still haven't found it. Well, that's, you um, have, and, and it's hardcore listing. And it's because yeah, it, it's so. a happy medium of somebody yeah, that, yeah. you know, thinks a lot about what they do and somebody that's like, oh, fuck, you yeah. know, let's just get on with it. <laughs> and like, and so yeah, it, 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 it does work. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that, that yeah, was yeah. what we come up with was, I, yeah. I think that's why people compliment each other. That's why yeah, yeah. you have a Lennon McCartney. And I'm not suggesting Glass and Whiffin is Lennon McCartney for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, but others might. But it's really weird that you say that. But my point being was when you apply yourself to stuff, when I've seen what you've done, and you know, I, in the office I've got that picture up that, that you've done, the Guns mm. Gallery of Pip. Oh, thanks. And like, when you, you do stuff and... And, and, and it's, and, and it's and done... And get it over the line. And get it over the line, yeah... But yeah, yeah. it's worth it because everything that I've seen Thanks. you do is fucking great. Oh, it's very nice of you to and, say, and Stuart. I really, that's very kind of you. And, uh, and it's weird that you talk about writing because I, I was going to put it in here because I heard a record the other day. I heard an album mm. when I was out walking. Uh, mm. And it's a, it's a Pearl Jam record, uh, an album called Yield, that come out when I was songwriting all the time mm. for my band. And as I was walking, like, I was listening to it, and it took me back to like writing songs, because that album was quite it, it like triggered loads of kind of ideas in 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 like yeah. lyrically and 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 little kind of patterns of the music. And I just got home and wrote two songs, and I've not wrote a song wow, in like hell. I've not wrote a song in fucking fifteen years, I don't think. Uh, yeah. And I just thought, I just thought, I, I literally went and. and sat in a little back room, got the guitar out and just played a few chords and just wrote down some lyrics. And I'll never do anything with Incredible, them songs, man. ever. Like, And I don't ever want to be in a band again or anything like that. Yeah. But I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to write a song and like, yeah. see if I can still do it. And I'm sure that if I went back and looked at it, you know, now, I'd be like, oh, fuck me, that was shit. But I just thought, oh, I want to do it. And, uh, and it. and it just felt really nice to just kind of revisit something that was writing because I never write anything anymore uh, mm. and so yeah I, 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 I yeah I, I, that, that would be my, my sort of loose connection to, 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 to that being your number three but uh, that's great mate yeah. that's wonderful that you, you did that as well number my, my number three uh, number three my, my, my number three is um, is, is travel uh, oh. I quite like to travel alone mm. Um. I've not done much of that, really. Like, uh, well, I don't want that to sound like, you know, backpacking across fucking, you know, Western Australia. On my Stuart DiCaprio like, like, or in the beach. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Like, far more simplistic. Uh, and and I like, like, because I think, like, you know, having, all oh, the kids have grown up now, but, like, you know, f- for so long, everything was so focused around, right, get, right, okay, car seats in, like, we got that. We got that. We got that. And uh, and now, like, it's really weird because I can just go and and not have the responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in a in a really lovely way. No, I get like, it. Uh, and 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 just a couple of times, like when I've done bits and pieces, like 
back when I was doing a DJing with 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 uh, yeah. James, like he'd like stay wherever we went, and sometimes it'd be like, "Oh, you're right to sort of fly him on your own." And I'd be like, "Yeah," and like, and and there's something I I really enjoyed sitting on an airplane on my own. Whether that's mm. because if I've got my family with me, I just think, "Oh, if this plane goes down there, that's it. We're all done." <laughs> But like, there's something I like that lack of responsibility, yeah, of being on my own when I travel. The freedom, yeah, and like, and just, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it just was when I was thinking about this. It just dawned on me that I just thought, oh, I quite like, like, and also if I'm in the car on my own, I can listen to. I don't have to be like make people endure my music or my podcasts. It's like mm. when I say my music and my podcast, I don't mean all mm. I do is drive around listening to my own podcasts and my own music. Not not not, ev- not all. No, no, like I've said he's off, but uh, but yeah, like and, and and I quite I quite like that. I like having that little bit of time mm. alone, you know, traveling. I like sitting on the train on my own. Like yeah, so uh, do I. I meditate on the train and stuff like that, and people watch and. Yeah, it's a great shout, mate, actually. I think you do get that touch of, it is that nice bit of fun solitude, really. Yeah. And, yeah. and, it, and it, again, like sitting on the train, getting off the train in town, and if you've got to be somewhere, mm. headphones on, just having a little walk through London on your own. Like, yeah. it's it's really nice. And like, uh, yeah, so, so travel. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's good to listen to music for, while you're walking through London and stuff like that. Yeah, I do. <coughs> I, 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 I travelled for a long time into in and out of London for work, and uh, I never had that much of an issue with it. Oh, I did write a, 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 a script called um, The Commuter's Guide to Survival, which would uh, basically mean that I'm looking back on this with rose-tinted lenses because I hated the general public I was travelling with. But I liked my journey, you know, listening to music and stuff like that. So, yeah, good shout, mate. Uh, my number two, uh, build me models, build my little plastic models. Um, it's not really one you can you can sort of like do and enjoy with people, really. Um, but th- the the only exception to that is I would like, as I've said before, like I'll build them on me. Uh, I, I like to like go around my mum's, put on a movie that she's going to enjoy, it, and I'll just crack open the pack and I'll build it. And it's just so relaxing to do that, you know. Um, I love the. It's so rewarding. It's not that. It's not overly that creative because all the most of the time, unless I'm converting a model, which I, I like doing. But if it's just building like how they say to do it, um, you know, it's. Is it creative? I don't know. It's just. Of course, it's it is. Methodical. It's methodical, like like getting all the little plastic mold lines off things and following the things and some of them are difficult especially if it's made out of resin it's a living nightmare really but i can do that for hours in absolute sort of like in a zen-like state where you know it's just this whole thing of takes your mind off of everything and a little bit like with your star wars collection you know it brings you joy it's it's nostalgic it's a complete like uh complete it takes all your focus and I'm not doing it to, you know, as well, it's not doing it to make money. I'm not doing it as a creative act to, for anyone else to see or go, oh, that looks brilliant, other than my mum does like like the look of them. When I show Molly, she kind of looks at me like just like, she looks through me, put it that way. And uh, I completely respect that. Um, but, yeah, I just love it. It's just such a calming thing to do. Like I haven't got around to painting anything in fuck knows how long. Um, so I'm sure at some point I might start that up when I've got a bit more calm and a bit more space. But it takes a little bit more to sort of like really get that 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 train going. But yeah, I, I really love it, mate. Very calming, just chills me out, gets me in a zen mode. 
So that's my number two. Lovely. Nothing too exciting to say about that, mate. Uh, my number two uh, is drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor son. Do you know what? That was the first one I thought of this morning. Like, I drink on my own. But uh, I know. Right. I don't. I don't. And I know that mm. sounds like it's a slippery slope, mm. right? Mm. Um, but I'm not talking about getting fucking wasted like, no, on, no. on my own. Um, but there's something... I, I find really nice about. Don't get me wrong. I love sitting around a table with you and Pip and Justin and, and you know mm-hmm. having a drink and laughing and mm. um, just mm. doing that sociable thing. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, it's something that I, I, I don't do enough of. But I don't drink very much anymore. But when I do now, I'm, I'm a little bit more choice as to the experience mm. that I exactly. want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so if I was drinking on my own every night, I'd be the first one to be aware that this is a very unhealthy thing to be doing. Yes. But this evening, uh, there's some boxing on television. Uh, oh, yeah. Who's fighting tonight? Uh, it's Kel Brook and Amir Khan. Uh, oh, really? And then there's a UFC afterwards. Uh, and everybody's out. So... I will really look forward oh, to, I'll probably, I don't know if I'll drink a full bottle, but I'll have a bottle of red wine and I'll have a couple of glasses and some snacks uh, and I will really, really enjoy drinking red wine yeah. Um, yeah. on my own, peace and quiet, uh, watching like things that I love watching. But UFC was going to be my number one, but it, it, it all embodies into that. Yeah. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, I I I wish that UFC events were were on on more sociable hours in the UK because I'd love to yeah. spend more time with you lot That'd watching be great, them. Wouldn't you it? know? Yeah, it'd be so cool. Uh, uh, but they're not, unfortunately. So um, yeah, I just just having a. I, I don't. I'm not one to get in from work and think. Oh, do you know? I just want. I'll have a beer. I'll have one beer. Like I don't. I'm never yeah. into that. I don't ever. But for me, if I know I've got a little bit of time. To myself, I just think, oh, yeah, a couple of glasses are red, uh, and I'm going to watch this. And yeah, I'm I'm really happy and content doing yeah. that. Yeah, that's my number two. Oh, mate, that's that's incredible, man. Yeah, I I, I think it's a great way to enjoy alcohol. My, Molly had a gut me yesterday because we went to the supermarket and uh, there was a bottle of Jura whiskey, and my brother had bought me a bottle for Christmas, and it was like thirty percent off, and I was like, I've got to buy it. Because the same thing is when I'm at my mum's at the moment and she's like at the hospital or whatever, I'm up there on my own and I'm like, I might just enjoy a whiskey and just watch a f- watch a film. And it's like, oh, it's, it is really nice. But it's the same. It's not like my, my goal isn't to get fucking battered off my face. It's to have a couple of whiskeys, you know, a third, half, maybe up just one bottle, just one bottle. Yeah. If that. Yeah. My number one, I haven't done this in ages. Remind me to have, 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 have a little chat with you about that when we finished, all right? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, sure. My number one. Are you drinking was, that? I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I used to love having my decks and having a mix. Oh, mate, that's my number like, one. It's not, is it really? It's very, like, very like, similar. So you obviously, obviously, you do your, you do the radio recordings and the mix. That's my, that's my number one. Do, so I don't do any of that anymore. And it was weird because we did a top five earlier about things that we don't own anymore and I actually said well something I still own but I've lost is my my vinyl collection I've got to go and get it from a friend in London and then I just realized that when we were doing this top five 
when I was writing the top five earlier, I was like, obviously DJing. I love the like because the the thing is, right? When you DJ at a club, it is, it's it is great. And once you get to a certain standard, it's really good. And the, the nerves go, and like you don't plan your set, you just follow the crowd, and you know. And, and when you get to that standard, it's, it's quite mad. I never realised. And then one day I was at that standard. I was like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. Um, because I was always terrified of that journey, really. But now it wouldn't fake, like, I, the nerves are just, like, a third of what they were when you first start doing anything like that. I mean, you still get a little jittery, especially if you've got to follow Ross. But um, but there was nothing like, like, my years, from when I bought my set of 1210s, about 1200s at uni, and, yeah, I'd have mix DJ sessions with my mates and that, but there was nothing like getting my records out and just having a mix, whether or not I was doing drum and bass, hip hop, house music, and just getting into it. No drugs, no drink, just fucking like having a wicked set. Like, yeah, obviously the good thing is when it's not sounding too great, you just move on and like, you know, you just get onto the next record. You haven't got to worry about a crowd like just look giving you funny looks. But when it's going great and you're just absolutely smashing it, it's just it's just amazing. You're in your, your, your own little world. And so I think like these people, you know, people have a go, like sort of make fun and sometimes sort of like marginalise bedroom DJs. But it's like, again, it doesn't have to be, why does that have to be for anyone else's pleasure? I've, you know, like you writing that song or me building a model or write, sometimes writing scripts, although kind of the scripts I'd like to get seen. Um. Yeah, I just do it for myself, and it's wonderful. I might have a little jump around in there as well, and oh, it's so rewarding. What? And and again, it's like that. Some of these other ones we talk about, you completely, you can completely leave everything else behind while you're doing it, and just enjoy the the, the fruits of other people's wonderful uh, creative production, and you getting to influence it a little bit with you, you know deciding what mixes well together and shit like that so yeah man like i i don't have my deck set up i, I don't suspect i'm going to have them set up permanently at, uh, at our house but i might bring them and have them tucked away somewhere under the, under my uh work table so i can crack them open definitely so yeah man and uh, uh, you know the the uh, it's weird I, I, obviously i dj in a club last night uh and i get you know joy from that because you can see the reaction you know, and and that's always nice, um, but there's something about um, like just being in a little studio and and just playing some some music, having a little think about what you're going to play before, and sometimes not. Sometimes just opening up your Spotify, mm. seeing what it throws up, and 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 just talking about it, playing it, and you know, I know they're little add-ons for the Patreons. You know, it's just like it. But for me, it, it's it's a really nice experience of just going there and going. Right, I'm going to play some really nice records that I love. That mm. I hope, you know, sometimes I get to introduce some some music to someone that might not know this track, and and yeah, it might, they, they might end up yeah. just thinking, oh, wow, that's a lovely record. Uh, and you know, I'm not necessarily playing bangers on it. It's all like g- quite sort of chilled a lot of the time. Uh, and I really like it. You know, they're little half-hour shows where I'll, like, I'll pick sort of eight records or whatever and, and play them and a little bit of chat. And and it's just, again, as I mentioned, like, aside from the dog walk, I don't get to listen to much music. So yeah. the thought I can go down to my little den where I'm surrounded by my guitars, my keyboards, my 
my music, my you know, my record collection, my CD collection, it's all in one little one little place. Not that I use any of it. I I use Spotify and literally just record it straight into a recorder. But mm. I just like that environment of being surrounded by my music and just talking passionately about music, trying to discover new music and then yeah, if I get an opportunity to to introduce someone to anything, uh, if they're interested in listening, then great. And if they like it, bonus. Yeah, absolutely, mate. What what a, what a treat when so, to introduce some of those new ch- those artists to people as mm. well. It's always great. Pip's done that for me many a time. Mm. And yeah, it's it's good. Oh, that's joyous, mate. What a positive recording there. I don't even feel like saying anything offensive. No, I, I don't because I, like when this started, I just thought. His number one's going to be ramming that sex truncheon up his arsehole, surely. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast.